Hello, my magical friends. My name's Ayumi. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and you're listening to Sparkle Side Chats with Magical Girl Ayu. We welcome you to our space to celebrate magical girls from every corner of the world. So today is a bonus episode, a pre-season seven episode. So um, as I think I've mentioned at the end, the kind of hiatus that I went on here, we are moving into a seasonal schedule for the podcast to help with both my scheduling in general and also to kind of keep things more organized and, and all that. So um, basically, we are going to start season seven next week, May 30th. But in the meantime, um, of course, a lot of stuff has happened, and I've also watched a lot of stuff and read stuff as well. So I wanted to do this episode where we kind of just do a, a general catch up. And um, by the way, I do apologize for any background noise that ends up uh, getting picked up because it is raining and there are a lot of people driving past my apartment. So um, let's get into the news, shall we? There's been a lot of things, of course, since the beginning of April. Um, the first thing being that the post Ojemajo Doremi film, Looking for Magical Doremi, got a Blu-ray edition released in the UK, and I believe it's possible to purchase this in the US as well. But this is very exciting, of course. I will put a link in the show notes to where you can buy that. Related to this, we also got the announcement of the season one Blu-ray for Tokyo Mew Mew New. This contains episodes 1 through 12 of the series. So this comes out on July 18th. Which um, was very surprising for a lot of people. There was a little bit of a, a reaction to that. Next in the news, we have an upcoming Magical Girl RPG by Science Project 99. If you don't know him on the socials, um, the main thing I think he's best known for is he has a very uh, good video about the lack of green magical girls in Precure specifically. But yes, he's also an artist and game developer, and he released the preview, the, the first uh, trailer for his little indie project, and it looks very interesting and exciting. So we've got a, a quite a look at the different characters. There's a lot of variety in how they look and their their theming and so on. So I think it'll be very um, very much popular with magical girl fans all over the world. So yeah, and also in the gaming world, there is an upcoming TTRPG tabletop role playing game called Girl by Moonlight. So you can get information on this on BackerKit, and you can uh, sign up for updates over there. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, next, so I'm sure you all are aware at this point, uh, Catch Teeny Ping is just this like, you know, powerhouse uh, Korean Magical Girl series that has been around for a few years now and has uh, concluded with three seasons thus far. And the other thing about it is that it keeps getting dubbed everywhere. So there was an announcement that the first season would be um, getting a Russian dub, so that's pretty cool. And there's a trailer for that as well as some um, posters, so you can see the Russian logo, and that's really awesome. The English dub for the second season has um, been released on Netflix, so it seems to be so far only available in Korea. I think it'll probably expand in the future, so that's really neat. And of course, um, at the end of April, we got really, really big news. 
the Precure franchise has announced yet another project. So, of course, the Precure franchise is in its 20th anniversary season with Soaring Sky Precure, which we will talk about later. But as well, they had announced, and we already know, that uh, there's going to be Otuna Precure, Otuna Pre or uh, Adult Precure, Power of Hope in October. And that is the sequel season to uh, Yes, Precure 5 Go Go. So we will see those characters as adults. And there is a teaser trailer that has dropped since then that lets us hear adult Nozomi Yumehara, which is very exciting. It's not really like news or anything because there was no new information from that, just that there was a trailer. Um, but they announced uh, as well around this time that there's going to be a live performance in Tokyo and Osaka this fall. And this is a whole original team of all-male Precure called Dancing Star Precure. Now, I'm not going to get into the drama about this uh, exactly, so to speak, no pun intended, but this was definitely a big shock for a lot of people because, of course, um, Precure has been a series about uh, girls. And by the way, I, I did write an article about the history of boys in Precure that came out recently, so you should definitely check that out. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. But my article doesn't really get into Dancing Star because uh, it's mostly about like the TV series itself. But, you know, Dancing Star was definitely a big uh, leap between having one cure on the team with Cure Wing to having an all-male team. Also, these are supposed to be high school boys, which means they are probably going to be played on stage by adult men. There are five of them. All we know is we have this poster with their designs by um, Toshie Kawamura, who is a frequent character designer for Precure. Uh, she did the designs for Yes, Precure 5 and Go Go. She did the designs for Smile and she did the designs for Hug. So, you know, very prolific and very iconic. So we love that for her. So, you know, I'm sure that more will come. But in any case, I want to see this, of course. So I am definitely looking forward to it myself to see what uh, what comes of this. Next is a, well, not very new Magical Girl series, but a comic that has uh, been brought to print and is uh, printing its first volume as of the end of April. And this is uh, Magical Girl Weapons of Annihilation Muscle Girls. And that is my translation of the direct title, Kiniku Shoujo. But yes, this is a Magical Girl series kind of product, uh, definitely hyperviolent. And it is um, published in Young Animal, so that is a publication for uh, a young male audience. So yeah, keep that in mind. But yes, that is a, a relatively new series. Like, it was being published independently at first, and now it is, uh, yeah, it's there. Um, okay. And next, in the world of Magical Girl games, there was the new Panic in Sweetsland. This is a sequel to Waku Waku Sweets, which was a cooking game. I don't know if it was actually originally a magical girl cooking game exactly, but it was definitely a different game. And now the same characters are back for this series. Uh, this game, Panic in Sweetsland, is more of a fighting magical girl series, but the characters are the same. So it's pretty interesting. Um, it looks very cute. And then also, um, this is not exactly like, <laughs> I mean, it is Magical Girl related, but um, it is, you know, something that I thought would be fun to mention on the podcast, which is that um, Victoria Johnson of the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast announced an event over in New York City 
called the Sailor Moon Day Party. So this is um, July 1st. It's a big party. There's going to be music, games, giveaways, and so on. And this is going to be over in Brooklyn, New York. And next, I just feel like there's like more and more news. But this is good. We always love to have news. And we're catching up on two months of stuff. Miraculous! Ladybug and Cat Noir, the movie! We got our final trailer and the announcement that it is coming to Netflix on July 28th. So if you have Netflix, be sure to check it out. It is a retelling of the beginning of the story of Ladybug and Cat Noir. So yeah, I'm definitely really excited for that. Um, next, Mermaid Melody, Pitchy Pitchy Pitch Aqua is getting an official English translation. So far, it is only digital, but uh, you could already pre-order it. And the final uh, release date is June 6th. So please be sure to check it out. And with that, we are finished with the Magical Girl News. <laughs> and um, now let's move on to my consumption habits. <laughs> um, so the first thing I wanted to shout out in the comics space is Vampire Magica. So I talked about Vampire Magica before as it was releasing um, week to week. But the comic actually has concluded. So um, if you have not already read this series, this is a story about a vampire boy who loves a certain magical girl's show and really um, just dedicates his whole life to wanting to match her aesthetic. But of course, uh, when he becomes a magical boy, his magic is very much based in vampiric weeds and blood and all of that. So he has a lot of feelings about that. There is also a love triangle between him and a little Frankenstein's monster and a werewolf. It is just a very precious little story as these three men go on their adventures and, and meet more friends and so on. There's also a magical drag queen. I love her so much. And um, yeah, it's like just a really fun little series. The main villain is a, a human, you know, um, kind of mad scientist type. Uh, so, you know, it's also... Interesting to see um, the kind of dynamic. Uh, this is also, I should mention, it's from Brian Golden, who is the creator of Strawberry Seafoam, which is also a fantastic series. I'll link to both of those in, <laughs> in the show notes. They're both just really fantastic indie series that you should give a read. And I don't know what's next for Brian, but I will be there when he releases his next series for sure. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's the only thing I finished in the comic space. So uh, in terms of TV shows, I finished Pretty Rhythm, Dear My Future. So again, the Pretty series I've mentioned before, um, I'm going to wait and to make my conclusions, I guess, series to series. This is a sequel to the first Pretty Rhythm series. So I had no issue with deciding that this is also a Magical Girl show. And I'm in the middle of Rainbow Live at the moment, which I also would say is a Magical Girl show. <laughs> Basically, these girls are, uh, oh, I should say not just girls. There are boys as well um, who are doing dancing and ice skating. And uh, during their performances, they get the ability to do prism jumps, which are these kind of like magic, magical, fantastical, um, you know, events during their performance, but it gets ramped up in this season to also prism acts, which are just even more of a, a theatrical performance, uh, just full on new songs or acting out entire scenarios. There's a whole lot of that going on, which are, you know, manifested basically through magic. So for me, yes, it's a magical girl show. 
This series is also very interesting because the main set of characters are actually based on real life uh, people because they are using this season as a conduit um, to advertise and promote two different groups. Um, the J-pop group Prismy, which is um, even after this, they continue to do music for the show. And then Purity, which is spelled P-U-R-E-T-T-Y. They are, or they were, I should say, a K-pop group that was created uh, for promotion here. So it was a really interesting series in that, you know, there was a whole group of you know, four Japanese girls and five Korean girls who were the main characters. And I mean, it was definitely high drama. Um, there was some really ridiculous stuff going on. Uh, a lot of really wild, you know, girls show tropes that <laughs> I'm like, not always really on board with. But in the end, it was enjoyable. Like, it's just really wild. The show was so wild. And I was like, wow. And I had a lot of people warn me about this season in particular, and I can understand why. <laughs> but yes, I am continuing to watch the pretty series. So I'm currently on Rainbow Live, which is a reset and starts uh, stars a whole new cast of characters. So far, so good. We'll see how I feel about each season as I continue watching this franchise. <laughs> So with that, let's talk about the seasonal shows. Okay. <laughs> um, so seasonally, right now, we have three Magical Girl shows. Um, so getting first to Soaring Sky Breakier, it's been uh, such a fantastic ride, um, e including with the last two months. You know, there there's just like this incredible amount of um, narrative uh, structure in this season where, you know, usually a lot of seasons are very episodic because like that's just the nature of this kind of show you don't you don't make the show with the expectation that most of your viewers are watching every single week because that is true for a lot of kids they're like i like precure do you watch it every week no cuz whatever they watch it when they watch it but you know i think that it's really interesting to see um you know this season taking a very different approach and uh there's been just a lot of really yeah, really interesting, really novel uh, things going on story-wise. Episode 15 in particular was a very strong episode. You know, we have a new, we have both uh, seen the fall of a villain and the rise of a new one, and even a whole episode in between with no villain at all, technically. So it was really, really fascinating to see that um, play out. And, you know, the new villain has only been here for a few weeks, but they are just dreadful in the best way. So I love them. Um, at the moment, I don't know if they have official pronouns. I have to check with people who are watching on Crunchyroll to see if they have given the character pronouns, but I didn't notice in anything while watching it in Japanese, so I'm keeping to say them for now. But yeah, like, there's just so much uh, going on. And of course, last episode, episode 16, was particularly um, silly. Uh, you know, this it was a very lighthearted episode to kind of go along with balancing out the, the intensity of episode 15. Um, but yeah, I just have, you know, incredible high hopes for the season. You know, I know a lot of people are unsure about some of the ways that they're, you know, pacing things out. But so far, I think it's quite fantastic. So no worries there. <laughs> so with that, um, let's talk about Tokyo Mimu New. So of course, um, season one of Tokyo Mimu ended at the kind of halfway point of the franchise, right? So you know, the, the midway of the, the kind of mid-season finale, if you will, compared to the original show, the original story, comic, etc. So it was very interesting to see, like, how it, you could kind of assume from this year that we have 
a story where we're going to get to the finale by the end of this season, perhaps. We don't know for sure, but it's fair to assume that. But what's really been interesting is that this season, they've been doing a lot of original stuff. Not completely changing characters, but like, you know, giving them new uh, hobbies, giving them new situations in their life, and kind of also like smoothing out some things that were a little bit unclear in the original series or in the adaptation, um, which is really interesting. I'm going to try to not give you spoilers, but you know, like there's something that wasn't present in the comic, but was present in the uh, adaptation, and they brought back in the season, but in a way that was different and unique and, you know, very satisfying. So I've been really just really impressed with how it's going because it really is, you know, it is a, you know, this, a lot of the the main story beats are of course the same, but there's a lot of stuff that's been very unique and fun to watch, I would say. (laughs) So I'm just having, I'm just really, really glad because there are ways to, to do a remake wrong, right? So we need to always be mindful of that. And I think so far, this has been really impressive. And sure, I would love to see them continue on. Well, you know, could they continue and do a la mode? That would be so fun. But I don't, I don't expect it, but I would love if they did. Because so far, they're doing an amazing job. So that leaves us finally with Magical Destroyers. So, okay. Magical Destroyers has been a wild ride the past two months, um, as of last week, episode seven aired. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But generally speaking, this show has been just really, like, partially what it said it would be. But also, there's very clearly another shoe that's going to drop at some point. And we're starting to see that a little bit here. But it is just, even for, like, a kind of edgelord show, it is it's still like pretty entertaining. You can tell that like they love magical girls. Like the only show that we know for sure that Jun Inagawa, the creator, likes is Precure. Again, I would really love to talk to him on the podcast about this show. So you should definitely, um, definitely tell him. So, you know, if you're on the socials, go at him or something. (laughs) Um, But I just think that, you know, it's just been really fascinating to see. And, you know, there are nods to other Magical Girl series and stuff. Um, Last episode had some moments that reminded people of Corrector Yui. And I wanted to mention that um, I had been watching the show kind of alone, right? (laughs) As I usually do when it's available on streaming. But last uh, Saturday, I was able to catch the re-airing live on Nico Video, which is like a, you know, kind of a video site similar to YouTube over here in Japan. Uh, it was a very different experience for me because on uh, Nico Video, one thing that you can do is um, people who have accounts can comment while they're watching, and those comments will uh, go on the screen. You've probably, if you've watched enough Japanese series, you will see this uh, replicated um, kind of often a parodic way. But um, it was really very fascinating to watch this episode, a new episode, and for the first time actually see other reactions from other Japanese fans. It it definitely put in a lot more um, kind of insight into what other people are getting out of the show. And yeah, I just feel like, you know, part of me is like, was like really, really unsure about this show. And there are definitely moments that I am not fond of. But I think that overall, it hasn't been boring, which is impressive. So I'm like, actually enjoying getting through the show every week you know, and wondering what's going to happen next, right? 
So I would say with a word of warning that um, there there are some times where they do push the edge a little bit. The show has been worth watching, even if um, you're not usually one for these kinds of uh, magical girl shows. But yeah, so with that, I think that's everything. Yeah, I, I, I have nothing else to say. I think that's all the news I had to say. Um, that's all the stuff I've been watching and reading that I needed to mention. I have been in the middle of some other series, but I do want to continue to talk about them as I finish them. So, and uh, if you are listening to today, you know, it's it's Tuesday as, um, you know, this episode comes out. So I will actually announce the titles of what's coming up next tomorrow on Twitter and on Instagram. So please be sure to check over there, uh, whichever uh, one of the social media sites you prefer to get an update about what's coming out. And of course, if you are on the Kofi side of things, there have been a few bonus episodes that have come out. Um, I'm still a little behind, but we are we are getting there. And, um, you know, I should be printing putting out a few more um, you know, in the next few weeks. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm definitely really excited about the episodes I have for you in the next month and what's coming up after that. It's been um, a good break and I'm really happy to come back. And um, I think that it's been it's been nice to to just kind of enjoy watching things and then talking about them. But yeah, <laughs> so with that, um, Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Sparkles Like Jets with Magical Girl Ayu. Hey, that's me. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate and review. Um, I appreciate the ratings. I know we have quite a few on Spotify and um, a few on Apple Podcasts. But please, 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 wherever you listen to this show, please give it a rating and a review. Reviews are very, very helpful because reviews are the thing that, like, the algorithm likes. I feel like everyone, every podcaster explains this, but just in case you are new to that, you know, um, the more reviews that we have, especially, you know, five-star reviews, please, the more that people will get recommended the podcast. And I hope that if you enjoy the podcast that you would like more people to listen. Um, and we haven't had reviews in a little bit. Um, so I would really appreciate that. So, um, of course, if you liked what you heard, please tell a friend or tell five friends or tell the whole world. Talk about us online. If you use social media, please don't forget to use the hashtag SparklesEyeChats when talking about and sharing the podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MagicalGirlAyu, spelled A-Y-U. And you can find me at AyuShinos, A-Y-U-S-H-E-K-N-O-W-S. You can also email us at sparklesidechats at gmail.com. We always take recommendations for future guests and topics. So just fill out the form in the show notes. I promise I do read them even if I don't always respond to them. And you might even be so bold as to suggest yourself. Adults only, please. The best free way, of course, to support the podcast is the rating and review. But if you would like, if you have a few bucks to spare, you can give a one-time donation to co-fee.com slash iushinos. And you can also commit to monthly membership there, which grants you access to bonus episodes every month um, about both Magical Girl content and adjacent content, such as movies, comics, and other series that Magical Girl fans also tend to love. All it takes is $5 a month, but if you want to rank up, that will give you discounts on art commissions and monthly art requests as well. 
By the way, if you only donate one time, you can still access all the bonus episodes that way, which is great. So you only pay $5 and you get access to, at this moment in time, 26 episodes. Uh, Each one is roughly about 30 minutes. But yeah, so keep that in mind. Think think about it, please. (laughs) And yes, you can also join the Discord for this podcast to talk about Magical Girls 24-7, often chatting directly with me and also guests of the podcast, both previous and upcoming. The forever link is in the show notes um, as well as in the socials, so be sure to stop by. But yeah, that's where we're doing the Yes Precure 5 slash Yes Precure 5 Go Go kind of book club chat. And I just think in general, you know, it's a great place to chat about what's coming up and, you know, looking at Magical Girl merchandise and sharing art and all that fun stuff. Original podcast music is by Hazel. You can find her on Twitter at A Few Bruises. Thanks again for listening, and remember, you are magical forever and always. Bye-bye!